So let's have a look at ionic compounds. Dot and cross diagrams can show electrons being transferred and ions being formed. Dots represent the electrons uh, from one atom and the crosses represent electrons from the other atom. Square brackets and a charge, um, for example, two plus, represent ions. So if there's anything with a plus or a, a minus on there, that shows you you've got an ion. So for example, if we've got sodium and fluorine, we've got sodium atoms and they convert to ions in an ionic bond, the sodium atom transfers its outer electron to the fluorine atom and that creates an Na plus and an F minus ion. So two ions are formed, Na plus, F minus. And both of these um, ions have a full outer shell of electron then. And same with calcium and oxygen. So calcium atoms transfer two of, um, two of its outer electrons to the oxygen atom, creating again two ions, Ca plus, and O2 minus, sorry, Ca2 plus and O2 minus. Uh, and so both um, ions then both have a full outer shell of electrons. So just to recap a little bit of that, sodium is in group one and oxygen is in group six. In a dot, a dot and cross diagram for sodium oxide, how many sodium ions would there be? So Oxygen's in group six, therefore it needs two electrons to fit its outer shell. Sodium's in group one, and therefore it can donate, or it can give one electron from its outer shell. So we're gonna need two sodiums to donate those two um, electrons that the oxygen needs. So we're gonna need two sodiums in sodium oxide. So the calcium atom transfers its outer electrons to the oxygen atom and creates Ca2 plus ions and O2 minus ions, which both have full outer shells of electrons. And ionic compounds form when millions of atom, uh, metal atoms transfer their outer electron to millions of non-metal atoms at the same time. And what that results in is oppositely charged ions that are held together in what we call an ionic lattice. Now, an ionic lattice is a giant, what we call a giant structure, and they're held together by strong electrostatic forces between the oppositely charged ions. You might be thinking, what are electrostatic forces? Well, what they are is they are basically what we called what we call ionic bonds when they are extended in all directions within a lattice. So what do we call the electrostatic forces that hold ionic lattices together? So remember that is um, the electrostatic forces are ionic bonds. They're the things that hold a lattice together. Now you can work out the proportion of each, uh, each ion in a compound using something called the empirical formula. And the empirical formula of an ionic compound is the simplest ratio of ions possible. So for example, if we've got the Ca2 plus ion and, a, and some F minus ions, in order for the charges to balance out the overall formula, 
to be neutral, there must be two F minus ions for every single one of the Ca2 plus ions. Because if we've got two F minus ions, that is the same as uh, one Ca2 plus, because two plus and two minuses equal each other out. So what we could say is the empirical formula is Ca F2, so that's one calcium, two fluorines. Another example, so if you again, if you want to neutralize the charges, say we've got um, sodium ions and sulfate ions. So what you can do is sulfate is a two minus, uh, char has a two minus charge on it. Sodium ions have a plus charge on them. So you're going to need two sodium ions for every sulfate ion. So Na2, that's your two sodiums, and SO4, that's your sulfate ion. So in order for, um, for charges to balance out, the overall formula has to be neutral. There must be, for example, just remember this again with the sodium sulfate example, there must be two sodiums and one sulfate. That's because so each sodium's got a, um, a plus charge on it and the sulfate's got two minuses. So to balance those out, neutralize them, we need to have two sodiums and one sulfate. So again, we, we can say that the empirical formula is Na2SO4. If an ionic compound contained magnesium, two plus ions, and oxygen, two minus ions, what do you think the empirical formula would be? Well, remember, we've got to balance out those charges. If we've got a two plus and a two minus, we can just have one of each, and that will balance each other out. So it's just MgO. What can we show using dot and cross diagrams? So the first thing we can show is the transfer of electrons. And we can also show the ions that are formed. And ionic lattices are giant structures formed by ionic compounds. Now remember, in order for charges to balance, they must uh, overall be neutral. So take the uh, calcium fluoride example again. So calcium is two plus, fluoride ions are minus, so you need two fluoride ions for every calcium to balance it out. So we can say the empirical formula is CaF2. What type of structure are ionic lattices? Remember, they're giant structures. The empirical formula of an ionic compound is the simplest ratio of ions possible. If you found this episode useful, you will find more episodes by searching for our new podcast channels. Search Revise GCSE and your subject for more podcasts to help you with your revision.